0: There, Riley here, the co-creator and artistic director of It's Personal. Each month at our storytelling shows, our performers talk about uncomfortable truths on stage. Chelsea Collins does just that at our horrifying show last year, when she talks about putting herself in someone else's shadow. Let's get personal.
1: memories we thought we'd long since forgotten it can hold on to the lyrics to the Pokemon theme song for 20 some years and it can internalize trivial or sometimes really shitty things and fundamentally change us and make us who we are Jesse Steele moved to Virginia from Florida and when I was growing up Florida was friggin' cool I mean she came from Disney World right Disney World. And I was just some drama nerd who wore a blue fleece vest to school almost every day. <laughs> I was definitely not cool enough to hang out with Jessie Steele, but for some reason, she liked me. We hung out all the time. And we did normal things that all regular 12-year-olds do. I would go over to her huge house, and she would try to convince me to jump off the second story railing while she waited safely below. <laughs> I told her all about the boy that I was absolutely in love with, and she invited him over to hang out with us, and then pretended to make out with him in her closet while I sat alone in her room and tried not to cry. One time I met her Florida friends, and when they asked about Jessie's love life, I remembered that she hadn't actually broken up with her seventh grade boyfriend, so technically they were still together. Isn't that kind of funny? Jessie hit me in the face with her purse. And I just laughed. I laughed. Because the brain has to rationalize. So I thought don't make any don't say anything to make her feel bad for this obvious mistake. So I said nothing and moved on. I tried to work out uh, in therapy why I had never felt deserving of confidence. And as it turns out, my brain had been keeping a pretty big secret from me. My brother, Noel, is someone I've always looked up to. There are whole movies of me as a baby, following him around and doing everything he did. He's the reason I started acting. He's The person I always felt safest with. He's even the first one I can remember who asked me, Hey, are you sure you like that Jesse chick? So, to find out that the reason why I feel so undeserving is because of him, was horrifying. Genuinely horrifying. because Noel is the kind of guy that everyone likes. He is funny, but not loud. He's talented, but not braggy. He is both silly and cynical, and he is so smart. He was taking college level courses way early in high school. But I've put him up on such a high pedestal that I've cast a shadow over myself. Embedded deep within me is the feeling that I will never be as smart as him, as kind, or as talented. So, what's the point in trying it all? What kind of success could I possibly achieve? And the worst part is... I can't even blame him for it. I would go back and let Jessie Steele hit me in the face with her purse a hundred times over if it meant that my relationship with my brother didn't affect me this way. My therapist tried an exercise with me where I had to list some of Noel's negative attributes. All I could come up with was bad oral hygiene. (laughs) This shit runs deep, man. Why couldn't it have been something simpler, like daddy issues? But the brain is not simple. In fact, it is quite complex. But they say that the first step in getting through anything mentally tough is recognizing what the problem is. So, even though it has taken me literally years to figure that out, I'm pretty confident I'll make it to the next step.
0: Chelsea, thank you Hi. so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited, yeah, I'm so excited. It's been almost exactly a year mm-hmm. since the show mm-hmm. and since we started rehearsals on your first It's personal show, the horrifying Show last year. I know how insane crazy is that? <laughs> I know it it really feels like a lifetime ago because we were like just at a live theater as if that was totally normal and yeah, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I can't imagine ever doing that again. Yeah, um, sad. Yeah.
1: Let's start um, this so, off on a real bummer.
0: I know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, um, well, I since it was your first show, I wanted to ask, how was that first rehearsal? Um, when you went to the when you came to rehearsal and you shared your story for the first time, um, what was that like? It was
1: interesting because. I hadn't obviously done one before, but I, you know, know people who have done it and I was asking like my friend Kate, you know, Kate, who, mm-hmm. uh, she's done them For, and I was been like, on the would... podcast several yeah, times Yeah. She's been here. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? Like, what is the first rehearsal like? Cause I'm nerve, You know, I was nervous cause I didn't really have anything fully fleshed out yet. I just had like little snippets of ideas that I hadn't even really fully wrote down if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Um, But it's nerve wracking to talk about things that are obviously very personal in front of a room full of strangers. (laughs) Yep. Yep. But it's, (laughs) which is like, obviously, that's what this whole thing is. But it's nice. Um, And it was nice. And everyone was like super nice and supportive. And,
0: you know, it was fun to hear other people's stories too. And like, yeah, I think like the vulnerability of other people in that first rehearsal makes you feel better. Like you realize that they're sharing something really emotional or vulnerable Mm -hmm. and then you feel like okay i can like i'm not alone in this room like everyone's kind of like sharing personal things and i don't feel as scared yeah. But it's scary cuz you're like, okay, I'm about to go share this thing <laughs> and then you kind of realize that we're all in it together. I love the first rehearsal so much and I just remember that was a really great one and there was like so much emotion that night. Oh, was fantastic.
1: There really was. I wasn't expecting there to I wasn't expecting it to be as emotional as it
0: was. Um so like what was the writing process like for you and how did you decide what to write about? <laughs> so, I am
1: a I will say I work best under pressure and under (laughs) uh when at the last minute is my
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm like
1: such a procrastinator. Yeah. Yes. I procrastinate so much. But also it it actually helps me because when I'm like oh shit this is due tomorrow or like today I think actually I didn't have anything written down now that I'm remembering I didn't have anything like actually written down for that first rehearsal until like 10 minutes before I left to the rehearsal yeah and I think that was my thing for almost every (laughs) almost every rehearsal I think I didn't fully have it written down until like right before I left Interesting. Yeah. I wonder
0: if that's because you kind of knew, I mean, I know you said like that's that's kind of your MO, but like mm-hmm. is it because you kind of knew that it was going to be something hard to talk about and you're almost like that's putting it off a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think that's part of it. I think that's part of it. Um, but that's just, that is just the way that I do things, like all things. Mm-hmm. Even when yeah. I was in school, like homework and essays or projects I was always up until like 1 a.m the yeah, the day too. before that was like my thing and did, did I get the best grade I could have gotten probably not but I <laughs> did it and I passed
0: <laughs> yeah I also always like had this thing in school where I couldn't wake up early to do something I had to I just knew I wouldn't so I had yeah. to stay up late to finish it like yep Same. I couldn't be like, oh, I'll just go to bed and I'll wake up early because I just wouldn't. So I had to be like up all night working on something. Mm -hmm. Always. Do you know what Jessie Steele is up to now? I do not. I don't know. (laughs) Because like (laughs) she was really rude and I like want to know what kind of person she is now. (laughs) I know. It's funny. Actually, like over the
1: years, I've I've like thought about her and I've tried to find her like on Facebook and stuff. Mm. I never, I have never found her. I saw her one time in, I think I was like, oh gosh, I don't know. I was, you know, an adult at some point, like early teens, or like late teens, oh, early 20s. I saw her at the like state or the county fair at my uh-huh. hometown with her family. And I saw her from like across the way and was just like, I'm just gonna walk away I didn't even talk to her I just saw her and was like nah absolutely not
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I try to avoid pretty much everyone from my hometown if I can (laughs) yeah Uh, that's yeah that's interesting I just was like man like what kind of adult did that person turn out to be because like what a crazy relationship you guys had yeah and you know obviously like I didn't
1: talk about everything that happened in mm-hmm. my piece like there was not enough time to talk about all the things uh but just like this writing this and really thinking about it like I realized a lot and that I realized too that a lot of my friends in middle school were mean to me and I didn't even oh realize God, yeah. but I think Ugh. I mean I think a lot of people experience that too but I didn't realize at all until I was like an adult that I was like, Oh wait, yeah, those people almost are like, mean.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like when you're an adult, you're like, Oh, I have more options of being able to choose friends. And cause you don't just like have friends that you go to school with or whatever, like yeah. reasons why you become friends with people. So you, you have more options and maybe you're more selective as an adult or you just learn to value yourself more. And you're like, why did I put up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so you um a, a big portion of your piece is talking about your brother mm-hmm. um how did it feel to talk about you know your feelings toward your brother on stage
1: oh that part was tougher to talk about uh because
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i would talk about you know my middle school experience all day every day like if right. anyone <laughs> like I long like, to talk yeah. about it
0: <laughs> we all have that middle school trauma it's no big yes. deal <laughs> yeah it's like whatever
1: but I think yeah. people tend to not really talk that much I think about their relationship with their siblings especially when the relationship is good overall and mine it is and was like right. still um Like, my problem was that I I loved him too much. (laughs) Like, it made me feel bad. I remember that
0: first rehearsal, I thought you said, oh, I'm going to, you know, I have this idea about talking about my brother. And I thought, oh, no, she's going to tell a story, like, about a tragic story about her brother (laughs) and how they have a terrible relationship. Like, that's what it's going to be about. Mm -hmm. And it was completely the opposite. I wasn't expecting it. Like, I think it almost isn't what people think you're gonna say because yeah people want to like they if they're gonna talk about their siblings it's usually from some sort of bad situation or strained relationship versus yeah. like the opposite but it's like in a different way it's hard you know Hmm. yeah I think
1: you hear about people's stories of like being bullied or beat up or whatever by their siblings which like that happened too in a fun, you know, in a fun sibling. I mean, sibling if you have way. brothers, you
0: know, you
1: know. <laughs> yes, you can't. You don't go. Uh, you don't grow up unscathed right. by that. Um, but yeah, overall, like, and I have two older brothers, and our my relationship with both of them was like very good, and I like feel close to them. But it's just, it's insane. I love hearing about people's family dynamics myself, especially when right. the relationships are good um because that also obviously has an effect on you and you don't Mm -hmm. sometimes don't even realize it until you're an adult like me i did not i had no freaking clue that any of that stuff was like part of me you know like i didn't know that i didn't feel confident or that i felt like less than him until Mm -hmm. it came up in therapy and i was like whoa that's new
0: I feel like I as a person who didn't have like a who had a good childhood and and has a good life like um, someone who hasn't had a a good amount of trauma or anything like that Mm -hmm. like I'm very lucky in that way I felt like when I went to to therapy I didn't even know I had issues until I started going to therapy I was like oh now I was like oh like my life's fine like my you know my family is good and things are normal and then you start going to therapy and you realize oh I have this like deep-rooted thing from my childhood that I didn't even know was a thing yeah because like it's not necessarily like traumatic it's just like I didn't realize that my family dynamic was like this or this is how I perceive myself and Mm -hmm. do you feel that way about about therapy like you you just uncovered this thing that you thought was like a totally normal relationship or like yeah feeling and you're like oh there actually is more to it
1: yeah well like i i think i i mentioned in my piece too that or maybe i don't i don't know but from when i was a literally a baby like i was so in in love and like yeah, i you do lo- say that yeah yeah and i i loved him and i love him so much and it's just like to to Have somebody that you love so much, like, and that you think can do, you know, can do no wrong in your eyes, in a way, it's, it's like, quite the shock to, (laughs) to to have this come up, and you're like, whoa, 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 what? That doesn't, what? But then you start really thinking about it and going through it and realizing, oh, all this makes perfect sense, and this has been with me for my whole life.
0: So do you still feel like you're in your brother's shadow in a way, or you still have these kind of feelings about not feeling as like adequate because of how much you value who he is and look up to him so much?
1: You know, even doing this piece and having to really sit with it for, you know, that amount of time and in rehearsals and really think about it and really like fine tune like just not only just the piece, but think about how I was feeling about it. And then also at the same time, like working through it in therapy. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like I've worked through a lot of that and I don't feel the same anymore now. I mean, like we said, it's been almost a year later and like, yeah, I feel totally. And when I think about it, it's, it's, there's still some pain there to think about that, but I don't feel <laughs> my dog sneezed. in the... <laughs> But I
0: Plus don't you.
1: feel the same anymore. Like it doesn't it doesn't I don't feel like I'm held
0: back by it anymore. Um, I love that. That's yeah. so great to hear. I feel like sometimes when you talk about something on stage that is so personal, it's like you get to let it go a little bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously you you've worked on yourself in therapy as well with this. But like that you kind of got to, like, put it out there and be like, okay, doesn't own me anymore as much as it did. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. It's awesome. I'm a fan. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's so awesome. I I love that you were willing to go there and talk about something that was, like, so unique to you and, like, something you were going through literally at the time. And now you're like, oh, yeah, it is something that I went through, but it's, like, not a huge painful part of my life right now. Like, that's yeah. so great. Well, it's, it's one
1: of those things too, where it's like so much happens in a year of your life as mm-hmm. we well know now. now <laughs>
0: the that, world like, knows. We literally ha- like, don't have anything else to distract us. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, we
0: have to really sit. Work for sit. me, for example.
1: <laughs> yeah. You have to like yeah. really sit. Like we're all kind of sitting with ourselves and like going through this, collective trauma of this and i feel like if if people can do therapy this seems like a pretty opportune time if you if you can i know you know i'm obviously well and there are a lot of
0: resources for like I think a lot of online therapy which is great Mm -hmm. for people you know obviously because we we have to be really conscious about being in person and then also there's a lot of I know at least in Los Angeles I'm sure in a lot of other cities there's sliding scale therapy Mm -hmm. for instance that's what I did which is where I paid a really small amount because I didn't have insurance that covered therapy and that's how I was able to go to therapy so I'm sure Mm -hmm. that people can look into that in their area because like when I started therapy it was like $20 and it you know saved my life so I totally think it's I think everyone should go and there's a way for everyone to be able to to do that
1: me too I think that I tell everybody I'm like I think every single person in the world should go to therapy if even if you think you don't need to guess what you need it you do (laughs)
0: because you don't realize you have issues until you start (laughs) going and talking about them and then you work through them and like your relationships become better because of it right like yes so much I mean I think
1: Even just working through, even if I only ever worked through what happened to me in middle school, like, (laughs) with the amount of people that I surrounded myself with, and those are obviously formative years and stuff, even if it was only for that and I stopped going after that, I would feel so much better, like, I don't know. I feel, I just think everyone should go. I really do. I agree. (laughs) And stick with it. I'm such a
0: proponent of therapy.
1: Yes. Even if if it's unless Unless it's like, if you're not getting along with your therapist, I think that's a deterrent for some people because people know that like, you might not get along with the first one they see and then you have to start Mm -hmm. over. And it is, it can sometimes be a process, but it is so fucking worth it. It's like working out.
0: It's like working a muscle or something. Like it does take work, but Mm -hmm. you do see results. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Um, yeah. Oh, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> so I know you, uh, you know, your brother wasn't at the show when you performed this. And then yes. you, um, like, recently talk- told him kind of about this piece. Mm-hmm. How, how did that go? Kind of explaining or, you know, sharing with him that you talked about this particular thing on stage. Yeah. And that now it's in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's
1: like totally cool. I mean, he's the coolest dude on the I mean, planet. He's a great, great brother. He's a great obviously. guy. Did you hear what I yeah. said about him? I said so many good <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. But I told opened with that when I told him about it. I was like, listen, I said, this is what my piece was about. And basically I just talked about how great you are and how, I think you're so great that it made me feel like shit is basically what it, what it came mm-hmm. down to is the root of it. Um, and he was like, Aww. Oh,
0: well, I, that, okay. Like, <laughs> you know, like he wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah. Like he didn't to... know that you had, that you felt that way. I'm sure. Yeah, like... And I
1: told him too, I was like, I didn't know that I felt like this until I came out in therapy like a year ago. And I worked through that and I don't feel the same about it anymore, but this is how I felt for a long time. And 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 he reminded me, too, that (laughs) because he used to live he was living in Santa Barbara and living in Texas and I and he still has friends here. And sometimes he would come to visit. And he reminded me that I called him before the show. I was so anxiety ridden about this that he was going to for some reason, like show up as a surprise and, like, come to the show.
0: That would have been a really not good surprise. Oh,
1: my God. I <laughs> that He reminded me. He was like, because I, I was like, remember that show that I did last year? He was like, oh, the one you called me to make sure I wasn't in L.A. and was going to come to? And I was like,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, now it all makes sense.
1: Yes. But he was cool about it. I mean, he reminded me, and I asked him th- some things that, about it, like, I think I, m- I mentioned the piece about him being really smart and how he was taking college level cl- classes in high school. And I, and he was like, Oh, yeah, I did do that. And I was taking like high school classes in middle school. And I was like, What the fuck? It's <laughs> like, What? But he was like, If it makes you feel better, like I failed at least two of those college classes that I took. Like he was like, I didn't do great at all of them. And I was like, Good. That does does makes make me feel, feel better. A little better. <laughs> I wish he had failed all of them, you jerk. <laughs> yeah. No, but he um he was very cool about it and was like I he was like I kind of I'm sorry, but also I can't really be sorry because I didn't
0: like, Yeah, it's not something he it's like didn't... not his fault. Yeah, and yeah. I told him
1: I was like you don't you don't have to, you know, I don't want you to be sorry. You didn't do anything except live Your life, you know, you just Mm -hmm. you lived, and uh your only thing was that you lived before me. Like (laughs) it's like, you know, really the only thing, because he was an you know an actor too, and in in drama before, and he's four years older than me. So when he graduated, then I came in the next year, and he had had this, you know.
0: Yeah, you have when you have the older siblings reputation, everyone's like, oh, you're their sibling. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, like. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Sometimes yeah. it's a lot to be a younger sibling. I get it.
1: It's yeah. a lot. And everybody liked him. Like, I don't know that there's anyone who didn't like him. Like, so many people, yeah. like, when I started high school, were like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Like, how how is he doing? Like, he's so great. And, I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. I'm also great. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah, me, you please.
0: Like, <laughs> it's hard at that age because you want to be your own person. Mm-hmm. And of course, you also think he's great, but like, it's not that helpful to hear other people say it because you do want to be like known for who you are, and mm-hmm. it's just a lot, a lot at that age. And yeah, so I get why you had those feelings. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel about your confidence now? Like how you you personally feel about who you are and oh, dude, like what you bring to the table. I
1: feel so much more confident like more than I maybe ever have. I mean, there was, I feel like everybody has confidence in different areas of their life. Right. And then not so much in other areas. And for me, for a long time, and even still sometimes like everybody still struggles with that, but for a long time in a lot of areas, I did not feel confident in where I maybe should have. And, in those now in those same areas like I feel just so much better and like you know I've had other things going on in my personal life too that started happening like the same time that I was doing um like the show last year and now I'm like working through that and I just feel like I don't know it just it I'm a different I'm like a fully different person
0: (laughs) that's amazing than
1: I was and I feel really good overall so
0: great (laughs) I mean because even though you said earlier you know a lot can happen in a year but at the Mm -hmm. same time like people can continue to live with things or feelings about themselves for years and years and the fact that you were proactive and went to therapy and like are you know being open about talking about this like experience that you had and put it on stage like those are big things and takes people a really long time to get there and the fact that you were just like okay, I, like, discovered this feeling that I had and I'm going to, (laughs) like, talk about it right now and, like, the fact that you feel so much better, like, that's actually, like, a really huge accomplishment for just a year. Like, I feel like you've had, like, an intense year of, like, you know, self-discovery and that's so awesome.
1: Thank you. That's nice. That's
0: nice. Well, I mean, I I feel like you you start out this piece talking about, like, this girl and just being kind of mean and, like, feeling, like, these friendships, whatever and it's, like it's so great to see the the transition from like there to now. Like, you know, it's, I love it. Uh, so yeah, your activity when you're on stage telling your story, you're making origami paper cranes. Mm-hmm. And how did you decide on that activity? I don't remember like how that came about, except for maybe you mentioned that you could do it. Yeah. So like. and then we talked. Like I I can't really remember.
1: I f- I don't fully remember the process of it. I just knew that it. W- I mean, it was something that I had recently been like had learned how to do. Um, and I was gonna. I, re- I do remember originally wanting to make things like other things other than cranes like I was gonna do like other origami things but I don't know if you know this about
0: origami it's like super intricate and like kind of hard Uh, it sounds (laughs) really hard I I, every time I see anything (laughs) origami I'm like
1: how the cranes are not hard like once you once you learn how to do it it's like okay I can do this and a lot of the the ones like the more simple I guess animals that you can make all start from the same thing is the crane and then you just start doing it all crazy but I couldn't I couldn't f- remember how to do more than like
0: and the also one thing be talking at the same time yeah, and memorizing is it too much too it much. was
1: a lot it was too much yeah um but I just I, I yeah I don't remember why but I just was like I can kind of do this thing should I do that and it was like
0: and you and Liz were like yeah that would be yes. very cool <laughs> Yeah, I was like, no one's ever done that on the stage before. So that is a really cool, I mean, I wish I could do it. So I was like, absolutely do that. <laughs> it's really fun. Yeah.
1: I still have a yeah, bunch of the I think it was cool.
0: It complimented your piece because, like, you know, you're talking about all these things that, you know, your brother's good at or whatever. But you're doing something that's, like, really not something everyone can do. And it <laughs> was such a beautiful, like, you got all these beautiful cranes i didn't even
1: think about that (laughs) yeah (laughs) that part of it that is funny actually i wasn't even thinking that
0: well thank you so much for sharing all that stuff i'm i it's so fun to hear kind of the progression from last year doing the show up up until like checking in on your life now and how everything's going um but since it was a horrifying show it was during around halloween time Mm -hmm. and It was like Halloween themed. Um, I want to ask one last question. What was your favorite Halloween costume that you ever had? As a kid or an adult, like, what was your favorite thing you dressed up as?
1: As an adult now, like, I dabble in cosplay a little bit. And I've gone to, you know, LA Comic Con
0: and So, yeah, you're, like, an expert at costumes Um, now. (laughs) What? (laughs) But, like, more so than a person just dressing up for Halloween. Like, your costumes are way cool.
1: I don't make them, though. I, like, I, you know, curate costumes. And I did have, I did have actually... A couple years ago, um, a friend, actually, a friend who was a friend of my brother's in high school, who then became my friend in high school, who now also lives in LA. Uh, oh my God, she made me a costume. That was Clementine from Westworld season one. Yes. With like the blue, like her, you know, the prostitute oh with a God. heart of gold. Yes. Uh, she was my, like, I just loved her character. And I was like, mm-hmm. that is great. And then Kate did, she was Dolores and we matched because we went together. It was like such a perfect combo and hers look legit as fuck. Mine look legit as fuck. And it was just like. Yeah, that was pretty cool.
0: Co- you can't like half-ass that costume. So the fact that you had like a really legit looking costume—yeah, so I like
1: cool. went with her to pick out the fabric and was like, "This is the thing." Like we oh went God, to downtown LA and like did so the whole cool. thing. It was it was very fun. So that's probably one of my favorites. I didn't wear that for Halloween, but just co- yeah, that it's was like, you know, yeah, it's a
0: costume. Yeah,
1: and LA Comic Con kind of is my Halloween because it happens in
0: October, or it did. Um, oh my god. Oh, okay. That's that's amazing. Um yeah, so Comic-Con is just are they doing any sort of like online thing this year or is it just like I think for Comic-Con
1: canceled? they did they did panels online. Um Okay. But I didn't I didn't I don't watch yeah, any. I mean it's just it's kind of the same. It's kind of a bummer. Um,
0: <laughs> I know. I mean at least next year you'll have like Built up some good, like, costume ideas, I guess. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm, like, very last minute
1: with my costumes usually, too. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's my thing. I, like, am like, speeding through, like, stores looking for a specific looking right. sweater to do something. Yep. But, yeah, that's yeah, fun. That.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing your piece. And thank you for being here. And can't wait to have you in another show soon. Yeah, thanks for having
1: me. This is fun. Bye. Bye.
0: It's Personal is a live storytelling show with a twist. Join us the fourth Thursday of every month on our YouTube page to watch our performers get personal. Information on upcoming shows and tickets can be found on itspersonalonstage.com.